Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is my man. He'll be coming around the mountain when he comes. He'll be coming around the mountain when he comes. He'll be coming around the mountain in a 2003 Astro van. He'll be coming around. What's up, homie? Cappuccino Meeks. Cappuccino Meeks in the building. What's going on, homie? Boy, that was that was you got we got the Doppler shit going and you're doing the train Man, shit. Man, my I just fucking didn't ha- phone uh updated <laughs> must have been a crazy update, man. What? Everything looks different. Like, right now? Yeah. Like just like, right now. Like Instagram looks crazy. Um GPS, the reason why I was singing that old Negro <laughs> spiritual right there at the beginning was because this motherfucker brought me to Canton, uh the Canton extension. Oh and, really? Yeah, and I turn on old forty one uh highway. I was oh, like, man, I ain't okay. supposed to be back here, you know. So um yeah, man, like literally came around the mountain to get to you tonight, man. I was a little uneasy about that shit. Like, please <laughs> don't break down back here. God damn. Well, it is Kennesaw Mountain. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all well and good, but I don't need the scenic route. Fuck that shit. That is a way to come, though. I, I wouldn't I, give I, a damn if it was the only way to come. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's interesting that, that it sent you that way. Yeah, quickest route. Like, but the last time, because I, I usually don't come from downtown. So, right. You oh, know, that's right. Come oh, from yeah, the crib, yeah. I don't even have to get on the highway. But whenever I had to come from downtown, I'm not used to coming that way. So I just pop it in the GPS. Mm-hmm. And previous times, it put me off at North Marietta Parkway. And I'll come yeah, that hop way. on Polk or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, so. But it's all, all right. good. I'm here. All right, you I made, made it. it. How are you, dude? I made it through the wilderness. I'm good, man. I'm, did you have a good weekend? I did. I well rested. Uh, at least I thought I was. I crashed today when I got to job number two. I fucking <laughs> crashed. But uh, I'm ready, man. We drinking good. Uh, yeah. We got a good guest tonight. The, the bourbon that we can't mention is in the house tonight. Yeah, this, the secret bourbon. The secret bourbon. <laughs> is in full effect. We got it. We got it. I was called a bourbon connoisseur at the, at the, at the store yesterday. Man, somebody lied to you. Cause I well I said I said I said no 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 I'm not a bourbon connoisseur. Nowhere he was like near. he was like if you're walking in here asking for that the bourbon that we can't talk about <laughs> he said, that makes you a connoisseur. That's what he said. Really? That's what he said. I said all right. Well, I'm, I'm, I might be that motherfucker. Then you know you never know. But you weren't drinking like one this weekend. Oh no, I was drinking <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. I was on that benchmark shit, <laughs> which I appreciate. Good old like, bench. Good, good, yeah, the good, good old father-in-law brought 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 through some some uh, some benchmark, which That's I had never had up. before. And um, you know, I, I'll put it to you this way: if you just want an easy drinking bourbon that still has a little flavor mm-hmm. and can still get you where you want to go, you don't you don't want to drink, you know, the regular shit. That, yeah. that, that's one way to go. I hear you. So anyway, you got to drink that whole handle though, don't you? you (laughs) Yeah, that ain't good. Well, you know, it's a different, you know, it's a different type of, uh, of situation when, when, when the, when, when the, when the bottle is plastic and I I don't mean like, (laughs) Oh shit. I mean like, yeah. Like two liter Coke plastic. Exactly. Yes. 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 You know, it's strong. You know, right. (laughs) Man. Man, I tried to get so I was up in Nashville this weekend visiting the family, mm-hmm. and I tried to get out to the Boom Baps tenth anniversary. Peace Shout to, out to Case, yeah, peace to Case, peace to Rate, peace, uh, peace to Bowles. Who they had out there? Just Blaze, just Blaze, just Blaze, Justin Blaze. With Justin Blaze was uh was DJing the tenth anniversary, uh, and little did I realize I DJed the first anniversary party of the Boom Bap. That's Ten crazy. years ago, which I did not wow. realize until this past week, so it was just kind of bugged out. To you know, I really try to get out to that joint. Yeah, but, uh, I'm in the family. midst of a real trendsetter, ladies. You, and you are, you are. It's fancy shit over here. You oh, know, yeah. bourbon connoisseur, and um, you know, if 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 you want me to kick off, you know, uh, you know, an event that you're trying to get going, and then kick me to the curb a couple years after it gets up and going. Is that what happened? <laughs> God just damn, kidding. case. <laughs> I'm just fucking with them. Okay. <laughs> they, they, I mean, you know, look, look, I mean, uh, you know, Newmark and DJ Scratch and, uh, you know, 
Justin Blaze, you know, absolutely that's right. that's, have, that's the, great have their place. Yeah, it's yeah, great, yeah. Company. great yeah. company. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm proud of those guys. Actually, man, they they started something from nothing, and it, it's Hell really yeah. grown, and, and it's still going. One of the best hip hop events in the southeast, as that's far as I'm up. concerned. That's so, what's up. Anyway, go check those out. Those guys out. The Boom Bap Live. Yep. Is them on Instagram, Case Bloom, Rate Wonder, and Bowl Six One Five on Instagram. Go check those guys out. If you're in Nashville on the last Saturday of every month, there's some fly shit going on. No doubt. So yeah, so that's the deal. So that was me this weekend. I was just all fammed up, just famalam, and you know, just glad to be back. Yo, my my one of my coworkers, man, I showed you the picture earlier. Mm-hmm. Rolled his car. Yeah, I saw that. Yo. Yeah, it's, this guy, uh, it's wild out here right this, now, man. This flu, man, this guy had a coughing fit and passed out in the car, rolled his car twice, mm. and walked out of the, the windshield, the front windshield, and walked to the ambulance. I mean, this car, it's, this car's mangled, isn't it, man? If you hadn't, if you have seen this picture, Yo. there's no way he should have been, he should number be able- one, talking to John in the right, first place. Right, yeah. Number two, actually worked today. He worked. That's crazy. That's some dedication. Look, I tell you what, if that ever happens to me, Meeks, you will hear that I'm okay, but I'm I'm just gonna fall off the grid for oh, about a yeah, week. Yeah, it's time to lay low after that. Fuck That's that, crazy, yo. man. Let me lay low and get on this codeine and <laughs> yeah. and heal up all the way. Fuck that shit. Yeah, man. It just goes to show you, man, in an instant your fucking life can change. Might yeah. be over, you it know. It don't take but a second, man. It's ill. Hell so yeah. anyway, that yeah. being said. What's up? Let's get down to business. But let's before do we do that, let's tell people where they can go check us out. This might be the first time you're listening because you're a fan of the gentleman that we have on the phone with us for an interview session this no week. Doubt. This is Southern Vanguard Radio. This happens twice a week, usually. On Tuesdays, we have a mixed show. So it's myself, you know, cutting joints up and Meeks and I popping shit on the microphone and just having way too much fun. Just the two of us in our little room, in my little studio here in Marietta, Georgia. Bourbon room. The bourbon room, oh, if you Marietta, will. Marietta, GA. Yeah. And, uh, and then on Thursdays, we have an interview session. It could be a DJ, a producer, behind the scenes, A&R. Yeah. You know, last week, for example, we had uh, Photo Rob, Rob Mayer, who's an outstanding photographer based out of New York, who had crazy stories for us last week. Yeah. Uh, we had him on last week. Uh, since the new year kind of turned over, we've had Crime Apple. We've had who else? Have we had Meeks. We've had uh, uh, oh Photo gosh, Rob, Crime Apple. Who else have we had? I'm trying. Uh, having a brain man, fart right now. Do we have yeah, Daniel Son at the top of the I, top of the year? I think so. Or was that at the end of the year? It I might have been at end of the year. You know, we're still remember. at the top of the year. So uh, we are at the top of the year. But why, I got to remember here from real quick. Skelter. Rock from Help Skelter. Rock from Help Skelter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Theory has it. Theory we had Theory has, has it, it no a couple doubt. weeks ago. Yep, yep. We had Heem Stogie at the end of the year. Yeah. We had um. Let's see here. Daniel Son. We had Rock. You mentioned. We had ID. Yeah. The Mighty Vic. Big Twins. I mean, anyway, the list goes on and on. It's the God. So make sure you go follow us on SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, and there are a host of other other affiliates that you can come check us out on. Right, Meeks? Yep. Return to Boom Bap Radio, WRVB here in Atlanta, ATLHipHop.com. You already know where that is. I am ClassicRawRadio.net, also in Atlanta, and Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast. All right, and there yay, you have yay. it. And without any further ado, mm-hmm. we're going to get into an interview session for this week. Let's do it. I mean, I, I think you could, could, could consider this this uh, this man a West Coast legend, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, as far as like the man, the resume the, speaks for itself. the resume speaks for itself. Yeah. I mean, as far as like when I was doing college radio mm-hmm. in the in the mid to late '90s, like this guy's name was all over joints that I was playing back then. Man, so, Stones Throw, Seventy Five Arc, Hiro Imperium, Oh man, yeah. Coolio, Planet Asia, ABB Records. Yeah, run it. You know what I'm saying? Run uh, it. Killer Cali, MF Grimm. Exactly. Yeah. Sinister Cali Agents. <laughs> Opio, Prince Poe, Rasco. There you go. Yeah. So without any further ado. None. The one and only, the architect. The architect is in the oh, house oh, tonight. Oh. On the peace, phone. Peace. <laughs> Yo, what up, y'all? What What's up, y'all? Good? What's good? Peace. What's going on, my friend? How Yo, are you? You know? You've been uh you, you've been quite busy since I saw you at A3C uh back in the fall, architect. Yeah, you know, I had to turn it up just a little bit, you know <laughs> what I mean? After that, you know what I mean? I was so juiced, you know, to get out to Atlanta and see the scene and just, you know, shaking and moving. I just came off tour 
in Europe. So, you know, I just yeah. had to really get in the studio, get in the lab and really hit him. Yeah. I'm trying to think how we connected. Was it through the show or like, were we playing one of your joints or how do we end up connecting? I can't even remember clearly. Oh man. Uh, we were playing through Jassar. Through Jassar. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Okay. Jassar Monumental. Cause you know, we did the lunchbox joint that just came out this year. That's with right. With MF Grimm, the remix with the three vinyls. That's right. Well, not this year. I'm sorry. Last year. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You, know, right. you know what I mean? So yeah. And I think I think Dressar uh, came up in our interview with him and Ayatollah, like back 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 when oh, yeah. I, yeah back last year as well. So yeah, man, it was wild, man, yeah, because yeah. uh, I you know we were kind of watching what was going on at A three C, and we I was going to go out to the show to support J fifty seven, you know, uh, at five twenty nine, and I saw where you were going to be on the bill with, um, oh, who was it? It First was. Light. Yeah, with First Light. With, First uh, Light, uh, Pep Love and Opio. Pep Love and Opio. And I was like, oh, shit, I definitely got to go check this shit out tonight. So, yeah, man, it was cool to get up with you and build and whatnot. You know, it's just not often that happens yeah, to no them. doubt, man. Yeah. No doubt, man. So we've been playing. Yeah, a- the AT3 was jumping, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, was that like a little tour that you guys were doing, like the First Light shit, like in, in, in the Southeast? Or how, how did that all come together? Well, you know, I, I DJ for uh, Souls of Mischief. When they go out on the road, you know, and, it, and it, you know, I got to say this because uh, when I really go out with them, it's like I bring my drum machines and I got all their beats kind of broken down. Mm-hmm. So it's like a more than just DJing. It's not like I'm spinning the records. I'm actually hitting the buttons and whatnot and, you know, performing their beats live for them while they perform the song. So, Yo, real quick, you did, you, I mean? um, so, did you come to Atlanta yeah. and do a Scion party? Uh, with Souls of Mischief here in Atlanta? Uh, you know what? I just started doing that with them this year. So okay. if it was any time before this year, no. you okay. know, nah. Okay, got you, got you. Just thought I'd ask. I remember being at that show. Yeah, so, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So with that said, you know, me and Oak, you already know we be rocking heavy together. You know, oh, and yeah. I, you know, me and Pep and Spoke, so they needed a DJ for the joint. So we went out there. We did that. We did Florida, um, Orlando. And, you know, that, that, you know, quick little run. So how, how do you know those guys? How do you know the Hyro Cats? Just being in the scene together or what's the history? Well, you there? know, yeah, being in the scene together, we got a lot of mutual friends, you know, that they went to high school with and people that, you know, I know. And then, you know, in the 90s, well, not even in the 90s, early 2000s, I had my studio in Hyde Street. And their studio was like literally next door to my studio. Which, you oh. know, High Street's like uh, where George Clinton recorded his records. James Brown recorded there. Jefferson Airplane. You know, all these different, it's like a classic place. So they had a, build, a room in there and I had a room in there. And, you know, we was right next door. So they'd be hearing what I'm doing and come in the room and be like, yo, this shit banging. I go in their room, you know what I mean, see what they doing. You know, we'd be burning it down and whatnot. And, right. You know, we had kind of already knew about each other and knew each other through different people, but at that particular time, we really was vibing on the music heavy at that time. So gotcha. So, so was it was this yeah. when like when when everyone was getting ready to kind of pop or like what what year was that? Do you know? And that was like like I said, early two thousand. So like between two thousand and three okay. and two thousand and maybe five or something like that. Okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? But gotcha. but I had already knew them from from I knew different cats. Like I said, through different people just right being in the bay area but right. you know what i mean that's when we really linked on some musical type vibe gotcha all right so are, are you from the area originally i was just about to ask that. go ahead are you from I'm there originally, originally from milwaukee oh, oh really people in the mill oh, shit. oh wow. you know what i'm okay. saying but i moved to california when i was three so you know what i mean like my family and everybody's out there but you know my pops he came out here he opened up a nightclub in the Bay Area and whatnot, and um, in the South Bay, Sunnyvale, in fact. So, so, you know, so at three, you hit. Boss. At three, you hit the Bay Area. At three, I hit the Bay. Okay, and you you stayed there until? Are you still there? You still there, right? Uh, I'm still. You know, I'm in. A, I'm, I'm still there. I'm in a little bit in the outskirts. You okay. know what I'm saying? I okay. like to drive into town these days. Yo, so you you <laughs> so you you a real Bay Area cat like 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 Mac Dre and 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 E40 and all of that. That's you know you got some of that in you. 
Oh, yeah, no, I came up out of that. But, you know, <laughs> at the same note, the same way that they came up, you know, in the styles they doing, I'm doing the same thing. I'm just doing it my way. I got you. You know I what I'm you. saying? It's like I had never even been to New York, you know what I mean, or nothing like that. I never even really dealt with the East Coast like that. Yeah. So they do their thing their way. But, you know, you they sampling stuff. It's just the records that I had access to. Right. You know what I mean? It kind of molded my sound in comparison to what they do. Got you. I got you. So, so why the move to the Bay you know I mean? at, at, at that time? Like just needed to get out of Milwaukee, or just you know had enough of the cold weather? Oh, or my like, pops what? came out here. My pops was an engineer, oh, okay. electrical engineer, and he wanted and he was a DJ out there. He wanted to open up a nightclub, so he came out here, got into the computers, and you know, a few years after that, opened up a nightclub and was just and the whole time he was like a mobile DJ and whatnot. So, you know, I was carrying the speakers. You know what I'm saying, like. Oh, into damn. the into his parties and whatnot, and then from after doing that, you know, we talking about early eighties, right? Around uh, eighty nine, ninety, he opened up a nightclub, and boom, and that's why we came out here so he could do all that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you didn't have a chance, man. You didn't have a chance. You were born into this shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, shout out to my pop. I got to say this. Shout out to my pops, man. He passed away last year. But I want to say this, man. Pops is on his way to the club, my G. Like, (laughs) you can rock to the end. My pops rocked to the very end till the wheels literally fell off. So That's what's up. You know, shout out to the hip-hop heads and everybody that's still doing it. Because that man did it to the end. Okay. Word. Yo, he had that club, like, forever? Like, like through your, your teenage and adult years? Or... Yeah, man. I mean, I'm saying from when I was a baby, he was DJing, a, you know, mobile DJ style. Okay. And then the club came around 89, so you figure. Oh. But, I mean, he had a club. He had this club in, for the Bay Area. You know, this is a black nightclub. He had yeah. that joint for, like, over 25 years. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Which is a big feat. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hell, yeah. That's what's up. You know what I mean? So, you know, from him... You know, he didn't play. He didn't like he was in there playing, you know, MF Doom or anything like right. that, or playing my shit necessarily. But, <laughs> right. you know, I learned how to control the crowd. I learned how to, you know, move people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Did you have a party in there? what I seen him do. I'm saying, say again. Did you have a party in there? Oh, yeah, man. I used to have to do the happy hour, man. But I had to get the bottles. I mean, it was a club. I had to go get the alcohol, pick it up, drop it off. Like, you know what I mean? What's I got security in the piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's what's up. Man, I worked the bar back. It's a family business. Oh, you grew up you in know? that motherfucker for real. I got you. I got you. That's yeah, what's I grew up. up in a nightclub. Yeah. You seen, I grew up in nightclub. What's the illest shit you've seen in the, in the club that happened? Oh my gosh, man! Bay Area nightclub, in club or just in no, your no, in your in your family club that, that obviously won't get anyone in trouble, too much trouble. Right, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it? I know. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. <laughs> I can't come up with nothing that would make any sense to anybody without one, two, you know three, four. I mean? And my wife is standing here. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's it. Let's dead that. Next next topic, please. <laughs> oh, that's ill. Oh, that's great. So you, yeah, you obviously got the music bug from your pops then? No doubt. No doubt. Okay. All right. So how'd you get rolled, man? Like, how'd you find yourself getting like real kind of embedded in this, you know, in this, uh, in this hip hop shit and start like wanting to contribute? Like, what made you want to do that? Well, I mean, just like everybody else back in the day, you know, I went through the culture, you know, I was, I did my little break dancing. I wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? So I quickly yeah. got out of that. I mean, I was all right. You know what I mean? Then from there, you know, I did my little writing. Then I got into the DJing. And then from hearing all the records that I was hearing at the time, because, you know, we talking about what, like probably eight. 85, 84, you know, I was pretty young. I had turntables young, you know what mm. I mean? Cause my dad had them. So, you know, and we go to the record store and I pick out my joints to LL Cool J's the different records. And, you know, I was hearing all that hip hop at the time. And I was trying to figure out how they did it. Cause keep in mind, I, you know, I, you know, when we moved to California, I moved to uh, the South Bay, which is like San Jose, Milpitas area. 
Okay. So it wasn't like I moved into an area where it was super metropolitan necessarily, like it is now. Now it is, but you know what I mean. But so you know, I didn't even know what a sampler was. So I was trying to figure out for a long time just how they were making the beats. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I had access to you know, you know what I'm saying just anybody who knew what the hell was going on with what I was trying to do. So I figured out about a sampler, and once I figured out about a sampler. You know what I mean? I hustled my little monies together through the house parties I was DJing and whatnot. Got the sampler. Well, actually, I thought it was a four-track first, and I bought a four-track. And I was trying to loop the records on the four-track and figured out that wasn't it. Then I got a sampler later, which, you know, <laughs> took a while to round that money up. But right. <laughs> I got an EPS sampler. Once I got the EPS okay. sampler, then mm-hmm. I learned, I figured out what was happening on the records. Oh, gotcha. okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because initially, I didn't understand exactly how they were getting the records to loop. You know what I mean? So, you know, from there. So once I figured that shit out, I got into actually understanding how to make beats, understanding hip hop in a whole nother type of type of way. You know what I mean? Outside of a DJ perspective. And that's what really got me into making music. So you didn't have a mentor or anything on the production side of things. You literally just kind of had to figure that shit out on your own. Sounds like. Exactly. Exactly. That shit was crazy back then too. Right. I thought, like I said, I thought I thought um, they was looping records with four tracks. I mean, I'm sure people were tape looping and all that kind of stuff. But oh, of course. I really yeah. thought that that shit was happening from, you know, four tracks. I didn't realize. I thought people would just mix the records, so I would do my beats like that. You know what I mean? Then after that, it was like get a drum machine. Then after that, it was like the drum machine don't sample. You know what mm, I mean? Then he's right, like, oh, right. shit, it's a sampler. Right. And then from there, you know. <laughs> Yo, man. Like, <laughs> like, nowadays, people don't understand, though. People don't understand. Oh, they got nowadays, it. How, you yeah, know. it's totally different. Like, the DJing. YouTube and shit. Yeah, DJing yeah. is different. Um, and and beat making is, is totally different, man. I remember the first time I fucked around on MPC 60. I basically did my first EP. By myself, my own two hands, <laughs> but it sounded so it sounded so shitty. My man G Supreme, a lot of peace to the God. He came in. He was like, "Yo," he was like, "Yo, you you working with some, but we ain't gonna be able to go in the studio like this." He was like, "Do you mind if I touch it?" I like, man, I'm not trying to rap over this shit the way it is. <laughs> it's like it's like the preliminary, you know idea or thought process but he he knew how to get around on that shit so he touched them up and it it just so happened to be what i was trying to do um so i i completely understand what you're talking about like i i, I didn't get it i was trying to get it but i didn't get it yeah. and then sitting there watching him over a couple of nights i was like oh okay here we go okay this is this is what it's all yeah. about so yeah yeah, that doesn't yeah, happen once you now. Get it, you figure it out. Oh yeah, it's a wrap, man. <laughs> Yo, that's the best feeling. Yeah, man. That's so, the best know, feeling in the world. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of people in my area, man, would make pilgrimages to come to my house after I had got that sampler, man. And <laughs> yeah. the turntables, you don't even know, man. Oh, what do you like, mean, like who? That shit was like, like pilgrimage. who? Who was coming <laughs> through? Who was coming through, architect? I mean, these people like aren't people you would necessarily know. But I mean, I could name some people you might like. Charisma came by the crib before me and him rocked together. Oh, you word. know, he's from the same neighborhood I'm from. Oh, you know I didn't what I know mean? that. From Shout out to all my in town yeah. people. You know what I'm word. saying? But um, you know, he so he was from the same neighborhood, so he would come by the crib here and there and check out my stuff. You know what I mean? Peanut butter lived about two miles from my mom's house. He lived in San Jose, but it's like two miles from my mom's house. So I was up there. And Peanut he butter. ended up with the same sampler I had, so me and him would trade information, you know what I mean, and and whatnot. In fact, you already know, that's how he ended up putting out a lot of the stuff that I ended up doing was because I knew him from young dude, you know what I mean? Oh, I did not realize that connect, man. I, I didn't put that together. That's crazy. So, so, so. That was the high school with Charisma, bro. <laughs> what? I did not realize that. Yeah, I went to high school with these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are dudes that, you know, oh. shout out to his sister, Shanine. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. Shout out to Kizzy. Rest for, I mean, you know, rest in peace, but live forever, Charisma. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I got to shout him out. That's my man. Like I say, but we're all from the same city, literally, okay. which is not a big city. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. when I'm saying this, my people is like, yo, for real. That's what's up. Damn, that is ill. I had no idea. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shout out to Peanut Butter, of course, the homie. You know what I'm saying? Word. That's the homie right there. Word. Wow, that is crazy, yeah. man. I, I've just now all the pieces are falling into place now. That's e. That's ill. So, 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 what were the first joints that you kind of started, like you know, I guess, like working on, like that you eventually ended up putting out? Like you got the EPS, you got that shit rolling. Like, like, what was the next move? After I got the sampler. I'm over at the fucking uh, mall, summertime, and I run into. So I have the sampler, so everybody in the in the area know that I got a sampler, and other people have samplers too. But like I said, these are dudes with studios, and you already all remember how it used to be, man. To oh make yeah. A beat. I know dudes oh, who yeah. go to the, you have to go to the studio with your records to loop up the beat. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You know what I mean? So at this time, having this shit amongst kids is like a big deal. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so I don't Ill. know, man. Long story short, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the question again? So, <laughs> well, I'm kind of doing the same thing because I just—it is so ill. Like, I mean, the fact that it's just it, people have no idea like how hard it was to get this shit going if you wanted to do this shit. Like, there was no, there was no internet. There was no, there weren't even any fucking books on this shit, Dude, man. You sit in that motherfucker man, all I'm day, going to man. YouTube right now. <laughs> I go to YouTube now on Real Talk, and I'll be like, yo. I always wondered if this thing did this. And look up a sampler I'll be dealing with. I'll be like, oh, shit. I never even knew that this shit did that. You know what I mean? Because so much information's out there. Right. You know what I mean? Man, you sit in the motherfucking that, you know. crib all day. Yeah. Trying to get. I mean, you 15 uh, years old looking yeah. at a um, manual. <laughs> talking about truncates and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all these man. big ass words. I yeah, mean, you're just man. trying to really get through it. Like, yeah. it ain't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And once you once you simplify it for yourself, all that other shit just go out the window. I ain't truncating shit. I ain't doing nothing. I, 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 Until I, you run out of sample time, <laughs> you're like, well, I can't sample nothing no more. And it's like you needed to truncate because that gets rid of, gives you back your memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, you know, nowadays niggas got memory to... To the know, to the cows come memory. home, yeah. Back That's in the day, so- you had one beat on 10 discs. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly, man. yo. That's wild, man. Yeah, that, but, yeah. That's what's so anyway, funny, right? <laughs> it, it's just so funny to think about it. And I, this will be the last thing I say about it. We can move on. But it's so ill because back then, everybody, everyone at the time was like, yo, this is like that, that digital shit. Like, this is like that next level and that next way. But it is still so analog. Like, it was still so like the truncating part and like, you didn't have these screens and shit like you have now. Like it is still a very hands-on, tactile, you know. I mean, man, there wasn't even computers. There wasn't really right. There wasn't no computer. Right, right. Yeah, home computer. Like at this time, <laughs> you know That's what so I mean? Crazy. Like, yeah, man. So we was in MIDI trying to you know sync up stuff, but right. You know, with that said, you know, you know, I was listening to just recently, just yesterday, I was doing a show in Fresno. I had a little drive. I'm listening to Ultra Magnetic. Shout out to Cool Keith and Sedgy and the whole Ultra Magnetic yeah, crew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And man, I was listening to that. I was like, yo, this was just sounding like it. I was in the Four Horsemen. Man, sounding raw. I was, you know, right. I popped on the, um, what's that, the Cuban Links joint on the way down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was yep. like, yo. Like, yeah, there were some joints, man. Yeah. Back in the oh, day. Yeah. People were taking that that that, uh, that that equipment and really pushing it. Yeah. It's limitations that make you go. Yeah. See, that when was you, a... Right now, when you ain't got no limitations, you just, you know, you ain't going to be that fresh. Yeah. But when you got, you yeah. know, limitations, it causes you to come up with new shit that makes your shit fresh. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. And that was the definitive soundscape for those, for those years going from, you think about the time between Ultramagnetics and, and Cuban Links came out and oh, all God. that music in between shit God, that was crazy. that shit all that shit was wrong <laughs> that was that <laughs> shit man yo architect i i always like yeah i always uh i always trip out 88 was my favorite shit son uh i always i always trip out when i see you know uh we talked to a couple of cats over the over the past three years or so but anytime i see this this label in there it kind of just takes me back to a time like we was just talking about, you know what I'm saying? Talk to us about your your time and your dealings with with ABB Records. Oh man, Benny B, that's the homie, man. No doubt. Shout out to Benny B. 
Got to shout dude out, man. But right. yeah, man, Benny B, good dude, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he hooked me up with my man, Azim. You know what I'm saying? Who I've done music with. Like, Benny B's a good dude, man. He's just got a great ear. Okay. He knows some dope shit when he see it, especially at the time, because there was a lot of, you know, even at that time, was a lot of stuff coming through the table. Yeah. So I'm sure through his through his table, you know what I'm saying? But, no doubt. you know, the stuff we did with Asia was just just amazing, man. It was some great shit. And the stuff he did with the Far Eye, you know, all his, all the people he dealt with are still rocking. Yeah. You know, the dilated people, the evidence in them. Yeah. But, Doing, you know, in them days, man, yeah. honestly, it was just friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was based off, you know, you know, this dude, like, it was a lot of love back then. Okay. You know what I mean? Where, you know, especially in the Bay Area, you know what I mean? It was a lot of like, yo, my man's heard you was dope. That kind of stuff was going on. So, right. you know. What happened to Benny? Uh, it was just a different type of time. Yeah, what happened to Benny Architect? What's he up to now? Man, I'm sure he's doing know. good, but I ain't hollered at brother for a minute, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you got to understand, I took a little time off. And I always hate, I hate to say this, but I got to be 100. Like, you didn't see me flood. Like, you know, I let a lot of people eat, as they say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I took some time off. You know what I mean? Just kind of, yeah. I wasn't feeling the direction of what was happening in the industry and just everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? I felt like I needed that shit to regulate. Yeah. Well, you, you um, know, regulate itself. Kind of like Bitcoin. Like, you know, everybody was juiced. Now oh, yeah. Now this is itself. all out That's of control. I was feeling about the music industry yeah. at around 2006. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? But but I still did. I made sure to leave enough, which also I did the Vultures Wisdom. We, me and Opio did two joints and yeah. I made sure to get Asia, the DCM stuff. And yeah. I did a lot of stuff to keep it cool while I was going to take some time out and let okay. things kind of regulate themselves. Yeah. And now I feel like we at a place where, you know. <laughs> it's cool. To, it's cool to be back on the scene again. I got you. So, yeah, well, no, I can't even front, man. I went on the internet one day <laughs> about the, four years ago and I looked up. I was like, yeah, man, YouTube shit tight. And I was like, let me see my shit. And I started Googling my shit in the internet. I mean, I'm sorry, in the uh, YouTube. And I was noticing that people was actually feeling the shit. Oh, you know what word. I mean? Other people had put shit up there. I didn't even know that this was happening because I was so caught off into what I was doing. Right. You know what I mean? So it was like, I went and checked up on some shit. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, yo, I didn't even know motherfuckers was still, you know, hmm. on it. I thought it was all, you know, I thought it was all commercialized or whatever. So when I seen that on YouTube, that kind of triggered me, and I was reading comments and stuff like that, and I was just like, "Yo, I didn't even have my hands in this stuff. I need to get back on top of getting this music out for the people, man." Right. So that's yeah. kind of what brought me back into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so to step back a little bit, then after you got your sampler, like, what was the what what, what kind of pushed you over the edge? Like, did you get a placement, or like, what really got you, you know, out of the bedroom and into doing these joints and having a name and like what? What kind of got you? Oh right, right. Okay, that's what it was. That's what it was. So, yeah. um, since a lot of people in the in the Bay Area knew about what I was doing musically, one of my friends I went to high school with, well, I grew up with actually. I grew up with my man. His sister's best friend. This is how it always goes. Was Coolio's brother's girlfriend. Okay. Mm. And, you know, the word went down the line. This guy's the illest dude. You know what I mean? Because that's kind of how the perception was at the time. You know what I mean? So my man, my man Spoon, Coolio's brother, comes through the crib. And, um, well, hold on, hold on. Well, I'm, I'm going to finish this real quick, but there's something that happened before that. So okay, I'm going to cool. finish this real quick. Okay. He comes through the crib. He's like, yo, man, make a beat. I made the beat on the spot. Coolio didn't use this beat, but he wanted to see if I had the skills to make a beat. Boom. Next thing you know, he's like, yo, I'm going to call you. I mean, he literally came to my bedroom, listened to me make some music, <laughs> dipped, and was like, I'm going to call you. I didn't. I knew about Coolio because I loved the Mad Circle at the okay. time. You know, not right, w, yeah. it's WC in the Mad Circle. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, yo, that shit was just crazy to me. And the whole Crazy Tunes, Rest yeah, in yeah. Peace, and Word. all that. I was on that. You know what I mean? The whole, that L.A. sound that they were doing. So, long story short, boom. Dude dips from the crib. 
hits me up three months later. He's like, yo, it's time. And I just jumped in the car, drove to L.A., man, and then next thing I know, I'm down there rocking with him. Now, that's the big record. That's the big record shit that happened. But before that, what, what, re- what Butter, record was me that? Me and him knew each other. Uh, right, what, oh, I'm sorry. That was the Julio record. What, what, I remember. I remember. Oh, mm. shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the uh, J-Roll from the Alcoholics. Yeah. Right. Damn. Okay. Yeah, you know but, what I'm saying? But before that. So, but prior to that, me, Peanut Butter, and Charisma, and my man, Grand. So, I'm in the Homeless Derelicts. I'm the producer of Homeless yeah. Derelicts. Yeah. That's my group. Yeah. Peanut Butter, Wolf, and Charisma. We have the same manager at this time. Who's that? Matt Brown. Okay. Strong arm management. Shout out to Mark Br- uh, Matt Brown. Matt Brown, that's the homie. Okay. Good dude. Okay. And, um, you know, they got signed to Hollywood Basic or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, that had fell apart or whatever the case. You obviously know Charisma got, you know, yeah. he passed away. Yeah, Dave Tompkins. Everything changed. Yeah, I did da- the thing. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Tompkins. I did the thing with Coolio. But right before doing that, Peanut Butter had got his situation going with Stone Throw. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I did the thing with the homeless derelict. Actually, you know what? I think that shit happened after that. Anyways, the Coolio record came out, whatever. I dipped from L.A., man, because my perception of what I was trying to do as an artist wasn't, we weren't going in the same direction. Okay. As you can see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got like, you. we just weren't going in the same direction. You know, whatever. It was all good. I love Coolio. Shout out to my mans. I just rocked the show with him in Vegas. Him and Razkaz, but yo, we just wasn't going in the same direction. So, anyways, I went, boom, I come up back up to the bay. Me and Peanut Butter link up, and then we put out the Home of Fairlex stuff. So, 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 so what that's happened? how you know that's so, how I got into the music industry. Yeah. So, so how'd you connect with Asia and Rascal and all those guys? Still through, still through, kind of, you know, those initial connects with Wolf well, Rascal, or. Rascal's to to um, peanut butter. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was on so and so too at the time. Right. I don't exactly know how they hooked up, but I met Rascal through peanut butter, being on the same so and so label. Well, wor- and then Rascal introduced me to Asia. Wor- weren't they working at like a distribution uh, a distribution joint together or something like that? I thought Wolf and 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 Rasco were working at. What's the name of that 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 district? It was TRC. It was TRC. There you go. Isn't that how they hooked up? Or so, I, I don't know. I, I kind of vaguely remember that. Maybe. No, it was TRC. Everybody was working at TRC Distribution. Okay. Were you working there? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, what does that there. mean? What does that <laughs> mean? Oh, <y'all>. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was just running around in the streets, man, doing my shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. I was doing my regular, you know, just, what everybody else was doing at that time. You know what I'm saying? I just wasn't at TRC. You know what I mean? I didn't get it. I mean, you know, honestly, shit, I should have been. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, I was in, you know, doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I'm sure working at TRC would have been an education in itself on on some kind of level. Hey, it would have been definitely a good look. Yeah. Yo, speaking of, of Rasco you know, like and I said, I was young then, I didn't know, you know, yeah. I wouldn't have even understood that at that particular time. Got you. Yo, speaking of Rasco and Asia, man, do you know of any Cali agent stuff we need to be looking out for? Like, are they, you know, are they, are they still tight? They still work together sometimes what's the deal with that no they still rock together um i don't know man you know uh the suspense has to be there for that okay i'm I'm, i mean i'm hoping they do it but i can't i can't say for sure got you Mm. got you so so what made you want to check out for a little bit architect like why why, why'd you bail in the earlier mid 2000s just had had enough or yeah you know um like I said, man, it was just a lot of stuff going on at that time in my particular life, and I just felt like it was time to kind of just fall back. Once again, I wasn't really, you know, the internet was just coming into play, all these different things, and, you know, I wasn't confident or really understanding what was going to happen in the future. Labels weren't doing what they normally did for me, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean, at the time. So I kind of just had to fall back, just kind of, you know, renegotiate life, you know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. take a look at the game. 
Mm-hmm. And what did you see? Well, first just... of all, when that time when I when I dipped out, I seen a lot of music ain't worth nothing. Mm. That's what the, that was the thing. You know what I mean? It was like I'm not part of that era. Oh, that's My the beginning of yeah. That's like, the beginning of that shit, man. That, that's like, the beginning of I'm all not, music like, you know, is free. Got yeah, you. Yeah. But it wasn't just that it was for free. It was just the whole way that they were selling the music. Mm-hmm. And everybody who was in my era's attitude about it. And a couple of people, like I said, I always got to shout Planet Asia, man. Because he, 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 you know, he went through the, uh, through the murk and mud. You know what I'm trying to say? Because yeah, at yeah, that particular did. time, yeah, you know, it was like it Rock Marciano. All them dudes who are shining right now, they went through that. But I was like, yo, I wasn't feeling it as a mm-hmm. producer, what, what, what I was seeing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was pretty much a shock to me to give all my music away for free. That gotcha. was pretty much a shock. Yeah, that's a rough one right there. That is a you know, rough one now, to have to you know, deal with. Here it is 10 years, 20 years, or you know, 10, 12 years later. I get it. I understand it now, but I didn't get it then. So it was kind of like, and it wasn't just about that. It was just like everything was kind of in the industry of physical things that was crumbling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Every, you know, everybody's making a transition. So, you know, with that said, that kind of made me want to just analyze things. You know what I mean? Okay. And then, you know, opportunities came into my hand. You know, I went out and chilled out and just lived life and whatnot. And, okay. You know, I had children. You know, I got children. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure everything they was doing was good. I went to Brazil. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, my uncle and did, um, we did a documentary down there for a few months. Okay. You know what I mean? So, what, do you, what, what documentary you know, did you do? It's, um, well, my uncle's Khufu. Shout out to Khufu Zuberry. You know what I'm saying? He was a PBS guy, the History Detectives. I got to shout my mans out because he brought me to Brazil. Oh, shit. Okay. You know, and PBS. One love to PBS. Uh, got to love PBS. Basically, it was like that. It was the African di- diaspora of Brazil. So we was kind of peeping the whole, like, Africans coming there earlier. The you whole Afro, Afro-Latina thing. Yeah. Those artifacts. Yeah. You know what I mean? We was dealing with the slavery in Brazil. We were yeah. dealing with Queen Isabella. You know what I mean? We were just doing the science on on um, the African diaspora of Brazil. That's a hot topic right now, too. Uh, crazy that you mentioned that. Um, I know a couple of cats catching a lot of backlash right now for trying to downplay the, the whole Afro-Latina culture or whatever. Um, kind of like that shit never yeah, happened. You, you know what I'm saying? No, that's real. I mean, you know what I've seen down there, man. Is, is you know, it's a lot of it, you know, it's a lot of things that. I mean, that's a show in itself, brothers. I, I you know, but just know that the planet. You know what I mean? On the planet, man. Everybody, everywhere. Everybody just know that everybody everywhere has always been that and, way. And it's been yeah. going on for a while. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yo, during this downtime, architect, did you like you you pulled away from the industry and all that music in general, what have you? Did you take your hands off your 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 equipment, or were you still creating, being creative during this oh, downtime? Man, I was going in. Okay, all right. That's why I'm able to do what I'm doing even right now. Gotcha. People don't even know. I did a show this weekend. I was playing beats from, uh, you know, from quite a while ago. Okay. I mean, you know, people even now, they be rapping on things that they don't know, but it don't matter because it's like a painting. You ain't going to say Picasso's paintings are too old. Yeah, it's timeless. It on, on your wall. It's timeless. Right, right. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I'm an artist, man. I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm doing my thing, I see colors. My shit is a painting. It's not like I'm just over here banging on. I know everybody else banging on beats. Right. You know what I'm saying and all that. But I'm just saying, when I'm doing my thing, I'm trying to touch you in a certain way. You know what I mean? And it don't always happen, but, right. you know, and I try to put that into it. And I'm hoping that people who make music try to put a little more into it than just making the motherfucking beat. Like, we all can do that. Right. But what, you know, I try to put a little pain and struggle in my shit. you know right so what so what pushed you over the edge what pushed you over the edge to get back in man was it was was it something you heard or was it just time to come back no literally it 
it was the fact that I went on YouTube and I'm seeing videos and songs I did and people got, you know, I don't want to start yelling out numbers because that's just probably hella cheesy. So I'm not going to yell out no numbers, <laughs> but things were enough to catch my attention right, I to where you. I needed to okay. check in on what I had worked hard on got you, and not just walk away from it because of whatever. You got know you. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like once I seen that, you know what I mean? I kind of just was like, yo, I got to get back on top of my shit. I was already making beats and I don't stop making beats. So it wasn't like I had to come in and make a bunch of new shit. It was just that... You know, and I'm I'm consistently making music, so it was just like, all right, fine, I'm gonna get on back on the business aspect and try to show people, you know, getting out there trying to show people shit rather than just yeah hoarding up in the house, right, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So that's kind of you know, like I said, I can't front, man. It was YouTube, man. I seen that, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Because back yeah. in our days, man, it. you sell some records, man, and the label put it. You don't know the label telling you this shit ain't selling up. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no you got to do that research, man. You got to go no see. No matter what, you got to go see Big Red <laughs> during his office hours, man. No matter what, no matter no matter how well it did, that shit did not sell. Right, <laughs> it didn't sell, dog. Yeah, not, you know what I mean. So yeah. when I seen that, you know what I mean. I was just like, when I seen what was going on on YouTube now, you know what I'm saying. I was just like, yo, this shit crazy. Then you know, then you got your SoundClouds and all this different shit. So, you know, and like I said, it wasn't like I left to the degree of never giving nobody no beats. It was just that I wasn't taking no time to right. push me. I got you. Right, yeah. So so are you are you are you in a pretty good comfort zone right now by today's standards, music wise, business wise, what have you? You know what? I'm in a Free zone. I feel like right now it's room and anything can happen. Okay. I feel like Russell Simmons. I'm sure how he felt when he heard the first little hip hop songs coming through his, you know what I mean? Yeah. Through, his, through, his, through his business table. Like, that's how I feel right now. I feel like that there's a whole new world out there. There's a whole new beginning for yeah. anybody who's been doing music. You know what I mean? And if you have a background, you should capitalize on that at whatever degree. You know, I know they don't like that word, but I'm just saying you should be using that information. If people out there, you got fan base, you can get to them now. Right. The internet is allowing people to get to things. So, you know, with that said, man, I'm I'm in heavy right now, man. That's what's up. I'm, is I'm that, definitely in the comfort zone. <laughs> is that is there anything that um concerns you or um any complaints, anything that you don't like right now about today's climate? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Outside the fact you can't make no money. Okay. Yeah. That's if you a, don't know what you're doing. That's a number one right there. Doing, I yeah. know what I'm doing and I know what I'm trying to do. Okay. You know what I mean? And you see the little memes and all this stuff with the, you know, you get all these streams and all of a sudden you ain't, you know, you get five racks, but you're going to stream millions of people. But, I don't yeah. <laughs> think, I, you know, I think all of that, the key to the game, man, is bringing the money out the matrix, man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're trying to get out the matrix, man, bring that shit. You want food and it's in the matrix, bring that shit into reality. Okay. You know what I mean? Because the streaming and all that, I'm not really concerned with, you know, I like the vinyl game right now. I like the CD game. Okay. And the tape game. I like the physical things that are happening. Okay. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, if I'll deal with the collectors because I'm doing art. So it's like, I'll just deal with the collectors, man. We got, you know, 10, 20,000, 100,000 collectors out there. I'm just trying to deal with them. You okay. know what I mean? And I think mm. that's a good place to be right now. Okay. Mm. Interesting. I like wait that. Till them computers crash. Wait till them computers crash and everybody lose their music. Yeah. And that and that whole net neutrality <laughs> thing <laughs> falls into place. You right about that right there, man. For sure. It's a I mean, that's not an impossible thing. Oh, no. No, no, not at all. Nah, I mean, and and truth be told, man, that shit is closer than a lot of people even realize. They keep blowing that shit off like, ah, they'll never do it, uh, whatever, whatever. Man, don't, don't, don't play with that shit, man. Don't do it. 
I mean, yeah, iTunes could shut you down right now. Man. iTunes could be like literally going and take all your music. I mean, I don't know if they can do this, so let me chill. But I'm just saying <laughs> that all your shit on the computer and it's not in reality, man. It's like some of your shit need to be in reality. So that's my game. Yo, it's as simple like, man, as simple get my as shit in reality, man. Yo, as simple <laughs> as that shit was just about to roll off your tongue. That's how easy that shit can happen. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. I mean, people just need to wake up, man. Like that, that, that shit can really happen for real. So talk to us about the new shit architect. No. I mean, we've been playing the joints. I mean, oh, like, shit, so. I mean, <clears throat> like, like some of, some of my personal favorite shit. I mean, I love the work you're doing with killer Cali. Like I, I've, I've been a long time fan of that guy. You know, I love the shit you're doing, like the Birdland shit you're doing. Like just, just break down like what your approach is right now. Cause it seems like you kind of got, you know, two or three or four, you know, artists, groups, what have you, that you're kind of moving with, you know, in, in kind of unison right now to, to, to define like, you know, the, you know, this next phase. Well, um, you know, I've always been a dude who's kind of, you know, I like to work with people I know. So, you know, me and Birdland, you know, we've been rocking for years. In fact, he used to go by a different name. He was Holocaust um, at one point, and he's actually on the Executive Lounge record and a couple records I did in the past. Okay. But, you know, we reinventing right now. So, you know, he Birdland right now. So, you know, that's one dude I work with heavily. Me and Callie, we rock all the time. What's the connection? You there? know, my thing right now is kind of like, yeah, and my man Kung Fu. That Word. man from the Dumb God Squad. Yeah, that's yeah. my dude. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So S A T L. These are the people I'm just kind of working with, man. Like yeah. you know, I don't really like to. Um, it's you know, I don't usually send out beats for people to buy, and that could be a good or a bad. But the reality is, I like to. You know, I, I people reach out to me. I reach out to them, and we vibe together. You know what I mean? And it's just like, that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? So all the people I'm working with, my man, Coach Chief, you know, my man, Legend, it's like, we really vibe together. Like, you know, Planet Asia, that's one of my folks. You know, Opio, I've known these guys for a long time. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, we going in the studio really just hanging out, you know what I mean, and doing what we do naturally, you know? So that's why, you know, I don't send out a lot of beats because that's a little unnatural. You know what I'm saying? It just mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, hey. So how, how do you know Cali? Send y'all beats out, man. I ain't knocking it. <laughs> <You start laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how do you know Cali? How do you know Killer Cali? What's the connect there? Oh, my man Turb, Turbin. Um, he introduced me to Cali. He yeah. was like, "Yo, son, is the illest dude. You need to rock with Cali." Yeah. That was years ago. Okay. And man, me and Callie been vibing since. Damn. That's what's up. What's the um what's the connection with uh you and Grimm? How did that uh how did that relationship come to be? Wow, that's crazy. So you know, um I was seeing the MF Doom records at one point. And um and, you know, Count Bass seeing him. So, you know, Grim had put his phone number to the office on the back of the joint. Well, for day by I'm day. Old school, I called up. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, yo, man. Hell yeah. Luke Skywalker had his number on the shit back in the day. Yeah, man, I'm that so was dead. kind of something that would be, you could get a phone. Def Jam, I think, had a number back on one of them records back, way back. Well, so I called the hell up. I was like, yo. And then Grim answered the phone. I'm like, yo, what's up, God? Yep. And we just started building. Next thing you know, I'm like, yo, man, I'm going to send over music. And boom, we was rocking. That's what's up. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> back to that phone number shit and back to Benny B. I think I've, I don't know if I told the story. I think you did. I forget who he was talking to. I have a great story like that, Architect, with Benny B. When I was doing college radio, I was at this little shithole station at Western Kentucky University, 100 watts. Right, <laughs> we 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 only we only reported to CMJ, so we didn't report to Gavin or any of that shit. Right, so you know, mm. I was I was buying records and 
I got the Defari record. What was that shit? Fucking uh, the Red Label joint. The first was the first or second one he put out. I can't remember. Anyway, and it had the it had the phone number on there. So I fucking I called the phone number trying to get service. Yo, and Benny B fucking sun me like no other. I mean, sun me like That's no. Benny. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. He said, "Oh, where? Oh, son. Oh, you got the hot shit, son. Oh." Oh, where are you at? Oh, you're in Kentucky? Oh, oh, let me get your address. Oh, man. But you know what? I got that fucking record. But, like, that's another thing, man. Like, going back to, like, the samplers and, like, trying to figure this shit out. Like, nobody, like, had, you can't get that experience anymore, you know? Like, calling the, calling the record label from the number on the fucking label. Yo, our first trip Yo. to New Our first shopping trip to New York. <laughs> that's how we got around the city. You know what I'm saying? Right. We right. didn't we didn't have, you know, contact names and and right. and and addresses and stuff like that. But we had all these CDs at the crib. <laughs> so, you know, what better way to act like you know where the fuck you going than to have, you know, hand, <laughs> handwritten addresses to all the labels you want to go for? I'm talking about uh, nervous. I'm talking about uh, uh, any anybody out uh, of wild pitch, all of that shit. We was up. We was knocking, man. We was knocking on your motherfucking door, and the look you would get was Ooh. like. How you find us? I like, man, I don't even worry about that shit. Like, what the fuck y'all got going on in here, man? Like, like we trying to get down. Well, where y'all from? Man, we up here from Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah, man. What the fuck? We trying to do something. What's up, man? Just, you know, leave it. You know, you get a call back. A lot of times you don't get a call back, but... You know, we just had to put motherfuckers on notice, man. We will find you. We was on some Liam Neeson shit. We will find you. Man. And we will kill you, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Those was good fucking those good fucking times, man. And not Absolutely. to mention even just being up in New York for like CMJ and shit like that. Just 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 times forgotten, man. You know what I'm saying? Just great times, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. But you know what, man? We're on the cusp of bringing all that back. It is. Like we it's close. The yeah, it's close. You know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. real. Like, you be surprised, like, Kung Fu, you know what I'm saying? All the dumb guy dudes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Nicholas Craven. I got to shout some of these guys out, man. Shout them out. You know, even Daniel Sun, all them guys, man. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it, it's just around the corner. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? It's and what back. I what we like about this shit is that it the, the age range of the, the cats that's kind of like, keeping this shit moving right now. It's not a bunch of old, disgruntled motherfuckers. Like you know us. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the curmudgeon, the curmudgeon game. It's, it's, it's young it's, boys. Yeah. It's the young boys. They, they got this shit right now, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm loving to be able to sit back and watch. We got music on deck too, but it's just like shit. Let me see what these mom, let me see what. Like no, I came from, man. I'm just trying to have my hands on what I can with the young cats and just give them the information and whatever yeah, they need right. from me, yeah. you know, as yeah. far as information. Yeah, and that's what we let you know them know I mean? with us, you know what I'm saying? Like, once we get a hold of your shit and, 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 and start fucking with it, man, you need to just keep feeding us that shit and we're going to push that shit. All the Nolan and Ninjas, all yeah, the Hanes, stole it. Real quick, man. Yeah. I got to give a salute to Southern Vanguard Radio, oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh, God shit. God damn it. Yo, Southern oh, Vanguard shit. Radio. Yo, make some noise, girl. Make some noise. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Boom. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, y'all doing the real shit, man. Like, there's not, not a lot of stations showing love to that real shit. You know what I mean? Even on the... I, now, there's a lot of podcasts, but your ear is very, very... Very, very uh, credible, I should say, and unique. I like what y'all do, man. So I just want to take a real quick second out, man, just to give y'all y'all props, man. Man, we appreciate that. Yeah, that ear ear belongs to the one and only DJ John, though. He goes through (laughs) thousands of albums every week. And and picks thousands, he picks he picks the top shelf shit, and that's what we roll with, man. I um 
I come in here, I don't know what the fuck we we dropping. In, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, you know, I know what I know what John's taste is, and his taste is similar to mine. I'm never like really worried about that shit. But all that music you hear, that's curated by him. So really, yeah, the, the shouts need to go out. Ooh. I just come in here and drink. Uh, once Word. once a week and 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 talk yeah, shit. Bourbon, right? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get out there for that bourbon. Yeah, Hell we got yeah. you. We got Hell you, man. Yeah. Ninety proof or better. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> oh yeah. Hell Thank yeah. you, man. We appreciate. We that, appreciate man. the shit out of that, man. For real. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. Thank y'all, man. All right. So, architect, what's what? What do we got? You know, on deck in twenty eighteen, man. Just more of the same. Just you know, keep dropping joints or man. Um. Well, we doing the beat shows. That's number one. So you can okay. expect to see me in your city, you know, rocking live on the beats. What's that like? Uh, me and my man Kung Fu. Okay. You know, he's based out of Atlanta. Yes, I know. Yeah. Uh, we got some stuff coming. Okay. You know, me and Planet Asia, we got a record coming. You're on the uh, you're on the new Asia joint, aren't you? Aren't you doing cuts on that? Or- Something. Are you on Asia's yeah, new yeah, joint? Scratching on that. I did some scratching on the Golden Buddha. Shout out to Izzy Nice because he murdered the beats. He did murder the beats. That joint sounds crazy. Yeah, man. So, you know, really, I'm going to be rocking live, man. I'm working on something in Europe right now. I'm doing a live uh, tour in the UK, okay. in Europe. Right. So, you know, I'm going to be doing my live beat sets, but okay. I got a bunch of records coming this year, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't say too much because I'm working on things, but yeah, that's cool. you can definitely expect another me and Birdland. You can expect me and my man, Cochise. Okay. You can expect me and Planet Asia. Me All and right. Killer Cali got another joint. Okay. You know, um, I'm about to be reaching out to a lot of different dudes. You know what I mean? And, you know, you're going to be hearing some stuff, man. That's All what's right. up. Well, Beautiful. You know, as always, man, send it this way. Surprising. Send it this way, and we got you. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. So, architect, where, where can people go support? Like, where can they go buy something? More importantly, that's the most important thing. Is where they where where can they support you? So y'all can check me at on my Instagram because that's the best place to see what I'm doing. And that's architect. Correct spelling. Architect H H P. Or you can go to my Bandcamp, which is the architect beat show at Bandcamp. Okay. Yo, uh, last question, man. Um, we got one more. We got your, a sleeper. Your, your Instagram um, profile pic. That's you, right? Yeah. Yo, how much gold you 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 personally <laughs> own, man? Like, I told you I had to take some time off, man. <laughs> My man, honey, grand and 14 carat gold on y'all stinking yeah, ass, least, man. At least. <laughs> at least, man. At least. That's what's you know up. What I'm <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you. to my driller, man. No what? doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I'm going to need you to put a shirt on, though, my G. Put a shirt on. <laughs> You know, I always felt the way about that, but I was like, damn, this is the only picture I got with all the shit on it. Like, like, you good, <laughs> man. One, you man. good. That, that, gold, that gold got you covered up crazy, so you good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah next time I have a shirt on. Though, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's what's up. That's oh, what's up, Lord. man. Good All talking right, to God. you tonight, man. We we appreciate you, man. And uh, like John said earlier, man, we got the joints you sent through. So we about to we about to drop everything tonight. So yeah. Yo, can yeah, you? Uh, man. Yo, I appreciate it, man. Can, can you tee us up for any of these joints, uh, uh, architect, or should we just drop them and just let people figure it out? Just you know, it, it, you know, like what's 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 the deal with all these joints you sent us? Well, I got uh, Planet Asia, Lyrics Jones in there, Birdlands in there with my man Cochise, the Tender Trio. Um, my man Kung Fu's in there. And I got some ill shit from Prince Poe that we, I did a while back that just, it never came out. Shots you know what Prince I mean? So, Word, okay. You know, it, it never, and it's not going to come out. So okay. I'm just emailing to you. It's not coming out, but All I right. just wanted y'all to have it. See Yo. what the people think, man. Okay, All right, cool. beautiful. All right. 
Good looks, man. All right. Well, look, so if this, if you heard this interview first, make sure you go back and listen to episode 150. 150. 150. Yeah. To hear these exclusive joints you will not hear anywhere else. For sure, you've heard them here first. Nowhere and, uh, else. No, no, nowhere <laughs> Sorry. else. Some of them you will never hear, you know, anywhere. Yeah, the and, Chris uh, Paul stuff, you ain't never going to hear that. Yeah, yeah like, you're never going to hear that. They exactly. better record this one because yeah, whatever, yeah. if you play any of those songs, they're never getting heard. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. by anybody but me. Awesome. Yeah, word, <laughs> awesome. word, word. So, so yeah, but make, make, make sure you, you put, put this episode in the archives. And make sure you go hit up Architect on Instagram, any of those platforms, and support this brother. He's doing the real shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thank you, man. This has been a real pleasure. Hell I, yeah. I, I really enjoy kicking it with you at A3C, and uh, it's just nice to kind of, you know, loop back around again and kind of, you know, see all the progress you've made in, I don't know, gosh, six, six seven, eight months. It's pretty amazing, man. No so, doubt. Salute man, to you, man. I appreciate it, y'all, man. And- you know, I love what y'all doing, man. So, you know, anytime you need me, I'm there, bro. Yes, That's sir. what's we'll up. Talk, All, right. All right. Good looks. Architect, thank you, man. Have a good night. Yes, sir. All peace. right, bro. All right, brother. Peace. Be good. Peace, yes, peace. Some Star Wars shit. Hey, man. So fly. Sky. So fly oh, Sky, here, oh, Sky, oh, Sky It's so fancy. fly in the bourbon room, man. Like, <laughs> it just, really is. You know, you just have to soak this shit up, man. It really is. The wood varnish, all of this. The wood shit. varnish. <laughs> this is, this got, is the, <laughs> I soaked this shit up, man. The we can gotta, lights, the this recess is gonna, lighting. This it's, is going to become a destination. The exposed wiring. It, it just doesn't get any. You know, it doesn't get any better than this, man. We the guard, man. We are the guard. Come on, this man. This is Southern Vanguard Radio. Twice a week meets, twice a week dough. Fly glasses, fly bird. Southern Vanguard everywhere. Leave that you out. Twice a week. Twice a week. Smithsonian, Smithsonian great. Smithsonian great. Googling great. <laughs> Googling. We still Googling on Googling. you hoes. <laughs> Peace to photo, Rob. This is Southern Vanguard yeah. Radio. John Doe. Cappuccino. Cappuccino. We out. Meats. Peace. Peace.